This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Now, back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. I am Marco Flalo. He is Mitchell Whitfield on Twitter. It is at your tech report, facebook.com slash your tech report, and of course, youtube.com slash your tech report, which is one of these places, Mitchell, that I look forward to one day hopefully getting my hands on um, the product of the next guest that we're going to be talking to. Yeah, because as much as we love talking about on the radio, we're going to do this great radio interview now. But uh, some uh, some products you have to really see in action to appreciate. And one of the sectors that we're always excited about, Mark, is robotics and how robots have changed. Over, you know, there's this idea that a robot is this sort of like biped, semi-human thing walking around your house, just really being your friend. But we're in a time now where so many of your homes function, security, smart home, communication with the outside world. So much of that is being done now by machine Robots have, robots have a totally different sort of perception now, and I think this next interview is going to really show how robots have changed over the years and can really be a helpful part of anyone's life. Let us welcome our next guest, Danny Isserlis. Uh, you are the head of the New York office for Teamy, which is dubbed as the personal robot. Before we even dive into that, welcome to your check report. Thank you for doing this. Hi, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Danny, you know, when I first saw Timmy and I saw the line, the personal robot, number one, I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, well, I've seen, you know, telepresence robots, and I remember how expensive they were. But but Timmy is something very, very different. Can you explain in the best way that you can who or what Timmy really is? Sure. So uh, as you said, pretty much, Timmy, the title would be uh, the world's first uh, personal robot, and I always add, that actually works and has value to the customer. And these two points are very, very important when we talk about robotics because robotics has been a very uh, over-promising and disappointing market in the last few years. It, it's been seeming like technology is already ready for robots, and it really wasn't. And I think we're really uh, entering a new era, and uh, we, we nailed something with Teamy. And um, so... First of all, we see it as an extremely revolutionary product because of three things. The first uh, thing would be uh, its complexity uh, and yet its simplicity. When I say that, I mean Timi utilizes 16 different sensors, vision sensors, uh, uh, depth cameras, RGB cameras, LiDAR, and they are all activated uh, by one single touch button. Both my grandmother and my three-year-old nephew can touch and have Kimi look at them and see them and respond to them, which is, it, it's, it can't get uh, more simple than that. The second reason we, we see this as a revolutionary product would be the navigation piece. So Kimi was built to navigate uh, autonomously without hitting anything ever in the most dynamic environment in the world, which is your house. You know, sometimes there's socks lying around, suddenly a puppy runs across it. It is not allowed to touch or hit anything ever, and it's a pretty complicated task. And the third uh, revolutionary part about it, which you also uh, started to mention, would be the price. So till now, if I wanted a robot, I need to pretty much get a mortgage. Uh, (laughs) Timmy's uh, price is set at 
at $1,499 U.S. dollars. So it's actually an affordable e-commerce product. You can purchase it online and get a nice box to your home. You open the box, and you have a robot. Um, so I'm guessing, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, your next question would be, but what does it actually do? Well, that's always good. Let me ask you, Danny, what does it actually do? <laughs> okay. Don't so catch him off guard like that, Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> since you asked, uh, it's, it's also pretty simple. Uh, uh, I have, I'm sorry, I have a bit of uh, army background, so everything is divided into three. So <laughs> I, I'd say TV has uh, three layers. The first one, which we all, all uh, know by now, would be uh, kind of a smart speaker, so you can ask questions, knowledge questions, whether uh, order an Uber, order a pizza, anything you can do with a smart speaker. Only Teeny has a 10-inch uh, QHD screen, so when you order an Uber, you can actually see where the Uber is. Um, so that will be the first layer. The second layer would be an actual entertainment system. Uh, 80% of the use of smart speakers today is for listening to music. So when we saw that, we said, okay, so why not build an actual uh, sound system into Teeny? So Kimi uh, has uh, subwoofer, two tweeters, and two mid-range speakers. Uh, sound boxes designed by Harman Kardon, so the sound is clear and crisp and loud. So you can actually enjoy uh, videos or music with high quality. And the third vertical, and for us, this is the most exciting thing, would be, as you mentioned before, the telepresence. But our tele telepresence is, is uh, superior to any others in the market. Why? Because of the navigation piece. So first of all, I'll try to clarify just a bit telepresence. It sounds like a big term. It's pretty simple. You can hop into your robot from wherever you are in the world. So if I'm in a business trip in China, I can hop into my apartment uh, in uh, New York City and walk around with the robot. So I can either drive it joystick-like or touching on points of interest on the screen, so I don't have to actually drive left, right. I just touch whatever I uh, want to look at or, or drive to. But even easier, I can preset locations in my house. So let's say I'm on a business trip, and let's say I have kids, and I want to see them. I can just press kids' room, and Teeny will drive there. I can press kitchen and go to the kitchen. So I can spend time with my family or with my employees if I put the robot in the office when I'm away. On the other hand, if I'm next to Teeny, I can just press that interaction button I was talking about, the, the one-touch button that Teeny has, and then Teeny suddenly uh, immediately locks on me, on my body, on my clothes, and on my face, so I can start walking around during a video call. I can uh, fold my laundry, I can play with my dog, I can sit up, I can uh, sit down, I can stand up. Whatever I do, Teeny will keep my face at the center of the frame at all times. So what happens is that the video call is so much, uh, so much um, more comfortable that instead of talking to my grandmother for five minutes, I talk to her for 30 minutes, for 40 minutes, and reconnect. It's like it's much more like being together and being next to each other. Hey, Danny, you know, you know what I'm really taking away right now? One of the many things I'm taking away, first of all, the functionality is brilliant. And that's, that was my first main takeaway. I think some of the problems with robotics breaking into the consumer marketplace for the average consumer is 
the manufacturers of and the creators have always fun- they really concentrated on you know form over function. It has to look like a humanoid. It has to walk on two feet rather than what the robot actually does. And and while Timmy does look beautiful, it really focuses on everything it can do and not so much looking like your traditional robot that walks across the room. It really is more about function over the true robotic form. Correct. That's ex- that's very very accurate. Um, and uh, we thought a lot about it. You know, if you look at other robots, like you mentioned, a lot of them have blinky eyes, and they're, they try to be cute in a way, or right. humanoid. And we are the exact opposite. Teeny is a device. And, you know, the, the most loved product in the world currently is your smartphone. And your smartphone isn't cute, and it doesn't blink, and it doesn't make, uh, you know, it, it doesn't uh, say I cute love Cute noises, you. yeah. <laughs> you love you love it because it works every time and it does whatever you need it to do and it's the same uh, issue with Teeny. Teeny is a device we want it to be stable we want it to 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 be uh functional to bring a lot of value to the user that's why people will love it not because of a cute face which it doesn't have the the ui is a simple line it's very very clear when you talk to it Teeny writes whatever it understood immediately so you know that you know that your text to speech went uh, your speech to text went well and it, it's as a user the the whole uh, experience is very simple and very clear Danny you know Timmy's also i guess a platform right so is it something that you guys are continuously going to be developing for or and or opening for you know other developers to develop stuff for Timmy so, Timmy is an open uh, uh, Android. We are releasing an SDK within a month and a half or so uh, for developers to join us. We will continue develop, developing. Uh, we're currently working on the core applications, just like when you buy a smartphone, you get the core applications. Here, you get the, the core applications with Timmy. And um, we will also soon invest money. In, uh, in adding developers uh, to, to our uh, journey so that from the beginning there'll be, there'll be a bank of applications you can use. Uh, but yes, we're, uh, we're very much uh, keen to see what, what people or how people uh, will start uh, using Teeny for, for their own apps. We have our own ideas, obviously, all, all sorts of games and educational apps. Uh, yeah, but it's always... Uh, always uh, a surprise to see what others uh, see in it and do with it. Right, right now, is there any hard, smart home functionality built in? Any you know built-in connectivity with Alexa or any of the Google or iOS platforms in terms of smart home functions? So currently, we're demonstrating demonstrating Teamy with the uh, Philips Hue. Uh, any any um, any application is very simple to implement. Philips Hue is something that took us around six hours to, to implement oh, wow. into Teamy. Now it all comes down to business. Yeah. So we are in, uh, we are in discussion with uh, many, many companies. We, as, you know, as consumers who suffer from, from uh, uh, closed-up ecosystems, we, we would like to be agnostic as possible, um, but uh, it, it'll all come down to business in the end. Uh, we'll have to see who partners up and what their... Uh, what their uh, demands are, uh, but hopefully we'll stay agnostic as possible. 
you know what I'm thinking right now is that, you know, the only real way for us to get a great image and to get, you know, and a great idea of what Teamy does and to share with our audience to actually get our hands on one at some point. So we, this, is our, this is my shameless way of saying we have to get our hands on one of these so we can try it out and share it with our audience. So how soon is Teamy available right now or what is availability like right now for consumers? So first of all, for you guys, I'll be happy to make a trip and come and demonstrate it live. I have one in my apartment right now in New York. Uh, we have uh, about 20 prototypes around the world currently, um, and we are starting mass production for consumers this July. Wow. Um, and we are aiming at the, the, um, uh, at the Christmas, uh, 2018 uh, Christmas uh, holiday. Uh, so we want the, the first consumers in the U.S. to receive their uh, robots by the end of November. That'd be cool, you know. I can imagine getting something that size under somebody's Christmas tree, or or or, or, yeah. or, or for Hanukkah, you know. So it could be a fun gift. Danny, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. We obviously cannot wait to talk to you again in the future. We will follow the story. We will definitely give our listeners and our viewers uh, some opportunity to to see Timmy, and we cannot wait to meet you in person. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. I can't wait as well. Danny Israelis, and we're going to check out Teamy hopefully hands-on really, really soon. It is Your Tech Report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Mark Aflalo. We continue in just a moment. There's more Your Tech Report after this. Kids, I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we we the perfect perfect podcast for you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you seek. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous. Or sexy. Catch us on, on the Dean Blundell, Blundell Network. Network. Or on our YouTube channel. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Because, because democracy, democracy is, is something, something you do. do. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.